The Latin America Report is made possible by MBAF, CPAs and advisors. This is WLRN News. I'm Tim Paget. Of all the deaths from COVID-19 in the world, almost a third have been in Latin America and the Caribbean, even though the region has less than a tenth of the world's population. You can find reasons for that tragedy in the story of Carlos Enriquez. This was the chaotic scene in early March at the airport in San Salvador, the capital of El Salvador. Salvadorans returning home from abroad knew they'd have to quarantine to make sure they weren't infected with the new coronavirus. But they didn't expect armed soldiers would herd them to places where they were more likely to be infected. That's what happened to Enriquez. He was a Salvadoran steel company engineer arriving back from Guatemala. He was 67. Government protocol said people his age were supposed to be able to quarantine at home. Enriquez instead was forced onto a bus to a quarantine center. That's where the nightmare began. Oscar Monadero is Enriquez's son-in-law. The conditions were just horrible. You didn't have functional toilets or showers. You had bunk beds eaten by rats that were not distanced. Just appalling. Monadero is also Salvadoran and lives in Sunrise with his wife Karen, Enriquez's daughter. Enriquez made sure all four of his children were educated in the U.S. and they all live in this country today. But Enriquez also believed El Salvador could modernize. As a young man, he became a big Beatles fan back when that was considered subversive in Central America. That's him playing guitar in a recent video. So when a young political outsider named Nayib Bukele ran for president of El Salvador last year, Enriquez voted for him, and he won. He had that faith that things would be handled differently with President Bukele, but that was shattered, totally shattered. What Enriquez's family went through this year is something more and more expats are struggling with as COVID-19 explodes back in Latin America. They've watched helplessly as loved ones get caught in the region's web of decrepit public health systems and authoritarian government actions. Enriquez texted photos of the squalid quarantine facility he was sent to outside San Salvador. He started telling us people are coughing all night, sneezing, spitting on the floor, you know. It was a recipe for a disaster. His son, Carlos Enriquez Jr., says his father was healthy when he arrived from Guatemala, but he was quarantined alongside people returning from Europe, which at the time was being ravaged by COVID-19. Enriquez soon got sick, but doctors said it was just a throat infection. Then he tested positive for COVID-19 and would need a ventilator to breathe. He was transferred from one hospital to another. His family here was kept largely in the dark trying to locate him. His son Carlos spoke to me from California, where he lives and works in the Silicon Valley tech industry. We call the hospital and they tell us that he's not there. We're like, what the hell? And since the borders were closed, they weren't even able to be with their mother in San Salvador. She was alone. It was a complete lockdown in El Salvador. Nobody could come see her. They lost touch with Enriquez when his cell phone was somehow taken from him during a hospital transfer. The last conversation I had with him early April was, you know, I still can't breathe on my own, but I'm improving. I don't know at one point he got that bad. Um, We didn't hear from him again. His lungs and kidneys eventually failed. Carlos Enriquez died April 22nd. Last month, Enriquez's son Carlos also lost his father-in-law to COVID in El Salvador. 
A report by Central American University's Human Rights Institute in San Salvador blames Enriquez's death on a dysfunctional authoritarian system. His family says that reflects how little things have really changed under President Nayib Bukele, the man Enriquez hoped would reform El Salvador. Bukele's government refutes the report and insists its actions have contained the pandemic in El Salvador. But in the past month, cases there have quadrupled. And Salvadoran epidemiologists like Dr. Ivan Solano say independent databases show many more COVID cases and deaths than the official count. The data are being manipulated for political, not public health purposes, Solano recently said. If that is the case there, it's one more reason expat families like Carlos Enriquez's are speaking out here. I'm Tim Paget in Miami. The Latin America Report is made possible by MBAF, CPAs and Advisors.